That was Giselle de Guzman and Razor Glass. You are tuned into the Whiskey and Cigarettes show in the company of your Cabacus Nova, Romy the Rodeo, and the Italian Dijonek. And my people, it's truly an honor and a pleasure to welcome the show today, Giselle de Guzman. Hey, Giselle, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thanks, Giselle. And of course, I want to thank you so, so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Oh, the, the pleasure is certainly ours. Well, we just heard this great song of yours, Raise a Glass. Now, when it comes to the origins of this song, how did it come about? So, Raise a Glass, when I was writing it, I was really thinking about how, you know, the drinking culture is so is so big when, when I was growing up. And, um, you know, every time I had problems or whatever, and people would just tell me to brush it off or you know, drink it off and everything it will be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of, I wrote it about that, but how I was feeling at that time was that, you know, this is not, this is not supposed to be the way um, things should be. You should, people should be given options for healthier coping skills um, besides just drinking. Um, yeah. Well, very very well said for sure. And um, when it actually comes to a new EP or album, Giselle, at this point, will this song be featured on a new EP or album of yours? No, Um, I'm I'm working on an EP right. I'm I'm working on putting together an EP right now, but Mm -hmm. I'm not really looking into putting this song, honestly. Okay. Well, when it comes to this new EP of yours, how is it going to differ from your previous, the, the previous one that, we, that we'd heard of yours? The, the past EP that I'd released was, it was an acoustic um, EP. So this one is definitely going to be more a full production and um, it, will, it will feature a couple co-writes that I've done. Whereas my first EP, Good Girl, was all um, songs that I wrote by myself. Oh, awesome. And uh, stylistically, so like from a song perspective, uh, is, is there going to be a slight change in style compared to what folks have already heard of yours? Or are they going to be pretty much be getting something similar to what you've already put out? Um, it's 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 going to be different from from the songs that I've put out. I I've if if you've if you listen to the rest of my tunes, they, they've kind of all just evolved throughout time. Mm-hmm. And um, it's going to be the same thing for for this one, but it's still a country rock tune, kind of rock, country rock tune. Sorry. Awesome, awesome. And I know that you actually did a French version of Razor Glass. Now, uh, will we ever see you do an album or an EP entirely in French? Um, you know that that is quite possible. I've I've been looking into working more um, on French songs. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly if I would want to do it for myself, but I, I've been doing a lot of um, co-writes and songwriting for a lot of other artists, and I've worked with a couple um, French artists from Quebec. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's been really cool writing more French songs with people. Oh well, and I think that's fantastic. And, you know, and you know, speaking of Quebec. You know, as I often kind of ask, uh, I mean, and I, I, you know, forgive me for doing this, but I kind of have to. But when it comes you know, to, to, you know, being from that area and what have you, would you consider yourself a hockey fan? <laughs> Honestly, no, I'm not a big hockey fan. Oh, Everyone okay. Everyone asks me that. 
Yeah, because I'm thinking, you know, because here's the th- here's the deal. Me, I'm a huge Montreal Canadiens fan, so I was kind of hoping, you know, I was holding out hope that you might be a Canadiens fan yourself. But you know, it's uh, it's I, I totally get because I know you know, obviously it's such a big part of the culture, if you will. So uh, so it was it was curiosity when it came to that, and. You know, looking uh, at this year so far, Giselle, granted we're, you know, only four months in, but so far, what would you raise a glass to? You know what? I would raise a glass to just keeping going and getting by. It's been a really tough year for everybody. Um, And I cheers, kudos to everybody who is just, you know, keeping their heads up and trying trying to do their best that they can. Very, very well said. And and recently, of course, we did have the 93rd Academy Awards. Now, I'm wondering, did you watch that at all? Or were, is it something you were interested in? Were you able to, to catch some of it? No, I unfortunately did not. I've So I'm back in school right now. I am a mechanic. Um, mm-hmm. I'm taking um, my level two apprenticeship right now in school. So um, unfortunately, around that time, I was just like, all busy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but, but when it actually comes to you, because obviously I'm sure that obviously study takes a, a, a large part of your time, but when you're not studying or making music, how do you li- like to kick back? I mean, what would you say your hobbies or things you'd like to enjoy doing that how, help you to relax? I really like spending time with my friends and um, doing physical activity. I, I do a lot of yoga and just going for walks and going for runs with with a couple of my friends and yeah oh well definitely always good to keep healthy for sure both in body and in mind and which actually brings me to my next question because you have tackled mental health in such when it comes to your music and what have you and are there any other big and tough issues you would like to tackle musically someday from a lyrical perspective yes definitely there's a couple initiatives that um, I really, you know, believe in and has affected me. For instance, cancer um, has affected me, my life in so many ways. My my mom and my stepmom both passed away from cancer when I was a lot younger, and um, I've done I've done several things um, to support charities supporting um, cancer mm-hmm. in research. And yeah, I I just if there were more opportunities and I had more time I that's definitely one thing that like is really close to me that I want to help out more within that community and I think it's wonderful that you want to give back and you know and be involved in these kind of things and of course you know currently something that we're all dealing with globally of course is you know obviously the unfortunate situation of COVID now when it comes to this to, to, to even especially 2020 how were you able to cope with the situation I mean did you have any particular and was there something that you kind of reverted to or that helped you get through maybe the anguish and the stress that you know COVID brought with it you know honestly for 2020 I don't think there was like one song that I was particularly um stuck with I honestly was doing a lot of co-writes. Um, I was I was writing about three, two to two to five co-writes a day um, mm-hmm. with artists, and that really helped me kind of like ground myself and find out 
you know, my position um, in the situation in the world right now. And so those songs that I co-wrote with people really helped me get through. <laughs> well, and that's the power of music, definitely. And um, and speaking actually of, of more upbeat and positive things here, what would you say in life makes you smile the most? Oh, I, you know what? Just people and knowing that like, we're all, we're all still humans. Because I feel like, I feel like, I walk by sometimes and I see everybody looking down their phones and mm -hmm. things are getting so modernized and everyone's changing. And that's just the way it is. But I see someone look at me and say hi and smile and it just makes it just makes everything better, so much better. You know, just knowing that there's still like personal connections happening. Yeah, definitely. Which, which obviously, I, I suppose, have been hindered somewhat with obviously the pandemic and what have you. But, uh, but I, I definitely agree with you. And I think that's also you because know, here's the thing: I, I, you know, you mentioned the fact of um, of phones and you know now it can't pretty much being what a lot of people kind of spend their life revolves around, if you will. They're kind of you know constantly looking down at their phone or their tablet and what have you. And when it comes to you personally. Um, is it have you have you found it difficult to um, distance yourself, if you will, from your phone to kind of be able to put your phone down for even an evening or something without having that almost instinct of picking it up? Definitely, I am definitely guilty of. <laughs> <laughs> Are we all on my phone so much, and I absolutely hate it. Um, you know, there's times where I'd be like, I need to just get off social media. I need to hide my phone under my bed and forget that it's in there. So I don't know where it is and I'm going to stop finding it. And then I realize every like five seconds, I'm like, where's my phone? Where's my <laughs> phone? And I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to be that person, but I, I, I am that person. And it's just, it's just in our culture. And I, I'd, I'd really, if anybody has tips on how I can, <laughs> kind of <laughs> eliminate my use of phone let me know because <laughs> i would well, really appreciate some tips well that makes two of us believe you me and and actually speaking of social media and you being an independent artist and what have you when it comes to social media do you find it more of a blessing or a curse when it comes to you know just the the fact of it being so, so playing such a big role in people's lives be it for a professional like yourself or for folks who just use it to literally socialize online it's both you know there's there's pros and cons of social media overusing it is definitely not good <laughs> Giselle <laughs> um, <laughs> but um there, you know what there's times where I would I would go off my social media for a little bit and I would realize how much it impacts my my business as a as a self um as an independent artist um when when I don't use my social media to post things, I'm not really connecting with my um, fans and listeners. Um, but when I'm on social media too much, scrolling through, um, I find myself kind of being down on myself and comparing myself to all all these highlight reels that I'm I'm seeing of people, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I'm trying to find a balance, and you know what? There's um, a tool right now that that I, I try to use as often as I can and it, and it really helps me because um, I schedule my posts so then I, I find myself 
spending less time on my phone trying to like make posts um, and not really caring as much and being as, as picky as I am when I'm like posting individual posts online. I will. I think that's definitely the the best way to do it. So one is kind of not, uh, you know, almost beholden to social media, kind of like, well, I've got to do this and I've got to do that. So, so that's that's very good on your part. You know, good, good organizational skills for sure. And when it comes now to 2021, because obviously the summer is, you know, slowly but surely coming our way, if you will, because obviously now we're right in the in the middle of spring, and you know, summer's not too far away. When it comes to you and your musical objectives and what have you for 2021 and hopefully possibly the summer, is are there any objectives that you set yourself uh, or that you'd like to see realized during these next couple of months? You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to find my sound. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what my my focus is right now, because there's I, I can write songs and I can listen to songs and perform them. Um, but I want. I want to just find a sound that's that's unique to me kind of thing because um, I don't know you know I, I listen to artists and they have this one like what what's the word I'm looking for um, like a trademark kind of thing you know when when you hear someone when you hear a song and you're just like oh that's that person singing um, right. I find that like I have songs that I have a lot of different sounds and it's cool people tell mm-hmm. me it's cool but i i think that it'd be it'd be better if i just kind of stuck to one and got people's well, attentions that way well i mean i i and i think it's great that you want to, as you said have kind of your own style and something that makes you re- instantly recognizable if you will and that's kind of makes you stand out and and uh, and i think it's great and also i feel that you know the fact that you are you, know, you sound like somebody who like is very much a perfectionist and so wants to do things the right way and that's a wonderful thing when it comes to an artist because of course that i i i mean at least in my personal opinion it allows you to obviously develop even more so as an artist rather than kind of settling with what you're kind of doing so i think i think that's great and but but looking you know at today's country music uh, scene if you will when it comes to songwriting what have you do you like what they're doing or because there are some people who at the same time say that it seems to be very cookie cutter and almost generic when it comes to should we say what mainstream country is would you agree or or, I mean, or do you enjoy it see i i i'm definitely like in like my songwriting style and my my style is country. I just don't know what kind of exactly country it is, right? Um, for songwriting, I I think that there's mainstream country is definitely cookie cutter, you know. But I think that when you're sitting in a room with some with people with co-writers, or when you're sitting in a room by myself by by yourself by myself, um, you you don't really think about it that way. You just kind of think about all the um, experiences that you've gone through and what whatever um, you're you're wanting to write about at that time, right? Um, I don't think that necessarily people write to be in the mainstream. I think, I, at least for myself, you know, I just write, and if it's if it's a good song and it fits the mainstream country, then go ahead and put that in there. But you know, if it's not and um, it's it's not a good song, it's a, it's a good song. Whether it's not whether or not it's a good song, you know, you still kind of wrote something and finished something and got your your feelings out of there and that's kind of what matters very very well said i and i I definitely agree with you on that and for folks who want to find out more about you and your music giselle where can we send these people to 
Yes. Um, you can check out my website at GiselleDeGuzman.com. You can also follow me on all social media at Giselle de Guzman Music. Um, and there's links to my Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, all streaming platforms that you can you can hear my music um, with. Yeah, mm -hmm. with. <laughs> um, and I actually just released a new single um, on Friday the, the 23rd. So definitely everybody check it out if, if, you, if you'd like to hear what I'm up to. Fantastic. And that's a brilliant segue into the, the, my last question here, of course, Giselle. So we're going to be seeing you out here with another awesome song, which will be Almost Home. Now, yeah. when it comes to this song, any particular stories or anecdotes behind this one? Yes. So this song, I, I'm, I'm, I'm from, I grew up in Alberta, in Cremona, Alberta. And I, I moved out in Halifax, Nova Scotia for university. And I... It's kind of the feeling that that I got when I moved away and I was really homesick and I just kind of wanted to go home. And after two years, I finally got to go home and visit. And it's just the feeling that I had driving um, back home and kind of seeing all the landmarks that um, I was familiar with. Yeah. I would. That's. That's definitely a beautiful, beautiful feeling for sure. I, uh, I, I totally see that. Well, we're going to be in this awesome song. This will be Giselle de Guzman and Almost Home. Giselle, I want to once again thank you so, so much for your time. I truly appreciated it. And of course, I want to wish you continued success with your career and all the very best for 2021. Thank you so, so much for having me again. Oh, the pleasure was certainly ours. All my people, you heard it from Giselle de Guzman. Be sure to check her out if you've yet to do so. She is definitely worth your time. Here's another great song of hers. This will be Almost Home. You are tuned into the Whiskey and Cigarettes show with your Italian Dijanek. We'll be right back after this. I'm 